Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. We were late a week. Um, shouldn't have said that. Now it's in the records. We could have just pretended like that never happened, but uh, now we can't. Nathan, how are you? Pretty good. That's good. You've been up to a lot. I feel like you've been Mr. Mysterious recently. Like I don't really know exactly what you've been <laughs> up to, but you're like working like a full-time job. now. It seems like the last time we recorded a podcast to now, it's like your life has changed so much in like the past like two weeks. We're like, now you're working a full-time job, going to, you were up north, right? I saw that. I was in uh, San Fran. You're in San Francisco. You're riding on trains. You're freaking taking down criminals. Like, this is like Batman, Nathan. Like, two weeks ago, you were robbing or something. I don't even know. You were like robbing on vacation. Now you're like Batman in Gotham, bro. And it's been like two weeks. Is that an apt description? I don't know, man. I feel like Robert Pattinson, bro. I think that's what you are. I think you got to walk really slowly into any room you enter. I got to have like the black mascara around my eyes. Yeah. You, you got to do something now. Something's got to change like else. Like you just got to start acting more um, badass. I got to have the Nirvana music as my theme song to something. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Vengeance. But Nathan now is, uh, you know, he's kind of a big dog in the in the in the court system he's in there you know he walks into the courthouse in the morning kicks down the front door says hey boys who we bought a bus today walks in there throws his hands on the freaking table and says i know you did it bitch <laughs> he's the stands in front of their face you know he's talking with judges no and all unpaid complete volunteer act over here mm-hmm. but yeah do you want to give a little description of uh your time in gotham yeah right now i'm a law clerk for the la county da's office mm. um in the uh hardcore gang division um yes sir so far i've been working with um like personally working with two cases um and how long have you been working there for now dude this is my first week so it's week one when is week one this started on monday yeah and so you're taking the train down to la too i take i wake up at 6 a.m now every day oh i have to yeah i wake up at 6 what time are you going to bed like anything past 10 i'm kind of like kind of getting sus now like dude el- welcome to the club bro yeah, like 11 is like is like a c you know it's like a c grade going to bed like 10 is like the preferred dude i literally am on the same wave and then 12 year. i'm like kind of freaking out like um because sophia she went to hawaii this week and i'm not gonna see her for like two weeks because she's wow. in hawaii for two weeks but on our last day like hanging out um I was like, okay, I could hang out like late today, you know, and like late was like just 12 a.m. Like I I was like, and I was getting tired already, dude. Like this job definitely wears me out. Like it's, I can't, I can't even hang out past 12 if I wanted to. I'm like, yeah. And even if I did, I like will feel like a zombie the next day. You used to clown on me, call me old for years now saying, oh, Tim can't hang out late. Oh, Tim's not game. Oh, blah, blah, blah. That'll feel my pain, bro. And you have it even a little worse an hour before me. So, mm-hmm. but um, kind of convenient timing that you're not going to see Sophia for two weeks since you're getting wiped out at your job, you know? So it kind of uh, was, it gives you time to get used to it before yeah. she comes back and then she's gonna do her internship when she gets back so like we're only gonna see each other on the weekends no really that sucks mm-hmm. that's always the worst yeah but um yeah basically um i wake up at 6 a.m i take the train mm. go how's to, the train um it's actually pretty easy to be honest it's pretty straightforward like i thought it was gonna be a lot harder 
um it's not you just go and uh it goes all the way down to union station and then that's where i uh just walk to the office every day wow um and so is there a reason you're doing that other than driving is it just easier or honestly the biggest thing is like well it's cheaper right that's 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 the biggest well one of the biggest reasons are they even compensating you for gas or transportation there's what no, the fuck are you literally there's no paying? there's no parking at the da's office you literally would be paying to work there in gas and stuff and well, you are paying to work they there. pay you in in the words of ty lopez knowledge mm, that's complete bullshit they're literally i mean at least freaking let the guy freaking drive here without taking out a loan you know what i mean like at least let the guy get there like that's the bare minimum you know and you're doing some real freaking shit you know what i mean like i'm sitting on my computer literally you know jacking off think, at my I think, desk i think this is how they know if you want to be there you know what i'm saying like that's kind of this is like their Dude. as mr guest would say their <laughs> filter you know what i'm saying right i mean yeah i mean it seems like it's filtering out people who like can't afford to drive there every day too but yeah i mean that's pretty much my only irk yeah. there yeah but um yeah it's just that that sucks man but i guess you just gotta pay your dues you just gotta pay mm-hmm. your dues get yours but are yeah i guess you really have to <laughs> law school is kind of all like that though it's like hey do you want to pay an extra 100 grand and go to school for an extra three years and you're gonna have to get like internships and, and- i'm talking to a lot of lawyers who increasingly say like that they don't even use like 80 percent of what they learn in law school like Dude, a lot of lawyers i've talked to have said that like, i'm convinced that like law school i'm convinced that like literally 99 percent of all school is literally bullshit because everything's so specific there's mm-hmm. no general job in like law that you know what i mean it's always you're always going to be your day-to-day work is always going to be learned on the job like maybe your decision making will be slightly better you know but like i feel like if like companies just like had better training stuff too like like probably training a year at like the company for the job you're about to enter would be like so much more valuable but yeah yeah that's another filter pretty much too right there yeah basically yeah yeah basically yeah and and then the bar exam and the freaking bar exam bro they literally are like die for three years and literally like it just seems like such an unattractive path that you're taking but you're doing it you're in there you're a lot farther than most people make it already and shit, at least you freaking avoided, like, half the stress, which is, like, paying for college. Like, that's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you you really somehow weaseled your way into that system, and you're actually doing all right. But, dude, I bet your classmates are going to be freaking zombies, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine, you know? I'm a zombie, too, I feel like, sometimes. Like, yeah. I go to work. I'm so tired sometimes. Man. Yeah, you're a zombie, but, yeah. But you're a zombie... With that free tuition. Let's go. That's true. Let's go. That's what we're talking about. But okay, but yeah, so you're you're driving to the you're driving to work. That's as far as we got. Sorry. I mean not even driving. I you're take the train taking to the work. the train to work. And I walk to the office. How far of a walk? It's actually like like I think three quarters of a mile. It's not too bad. Wow. It's like getting those calves burning. Mm-hmm. After you're in cross country, you're like, oh just a, a slight ten mile jog. Well, normally I don't really care. It's just, but I'm wearing a full suit. That's what I was about to ask. That was my next thing. You're I wearing wear the full, full suit. suit How many suits do you own? One. Bro, so, you're wearing one suit? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm broke, bro. So Savers. That's really where I got all I my suits. But it's like, I would love to I go think suit it didn't, shop, it didn't really hit me until like I'm on the job and it's like, yeah, now I'm just kind of like, damn. I, I'm like, 
so dead after every day. Like I come home and I think I basically only have time to eat dinner, work out and sleep. So you're still working out too. I was going to ask you about that also. Well, this week, no, because I'm still adjusting, but I want to start next week. But I already know, I already know that I'm only going to have time to work out and sleep. So yeah, working out is going to be a big sacrifice until dude, the best thing is when you're busy like that is pushing the workout till to before work. It feels like free, bro. It's really free. Except I'd have to go at like 5 a.m. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's you, you got to adjust to that. Because then you get off at 5 and you don't have a two-hour commitment to the gym. So it's better. Because the, the hour, the productive hours you get from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. is a lot less valuable. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, pushing your sleep back an hour is like not a big deal you know what i mean no definitely yeah i'm i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it for sure yeah um what are you still going to fitness 19 mm -hmm. so that's also that blows you can't really go there in the morning it's like a far drive well they were saying that i've heard through the grapevine that 24-hour fitness they're giving away free 90-day passes to anyone who is a teacher wow and my last job is, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? That shit. So that shit. I'm going to go in and see if I could uh, finagle my way in, you know? Bro, just, just, that would be ideal. You could drive right down the street. Noah got it. Brennan got it. So, Bitch, I'm about to work out of school. <laughs> yeah, so. That's, that's, that's dope. I've heard through the grapevine. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my life. <laughs> Dang. And so how are you liking it uh, when you're going into work? Is it a stressful day or is it enjoyable? I feel like the work they do is pretty interesting. It's pretty exciting. And it's definitely something that like, even if you don't love it, you could kind of like learn to like it. Kind of like that video. Yeah. Yeah. Don't follow your passion. Don't follow your dreams. Yeah. That one. The, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So in the limited experience I have with eight hour days, cause I've only been doing one a week for like, you know, the past few years is that when I first started the eight hour day felt like it was like terrible, dude. Like I hated mm-hmm. it after you come back from lunch. If you're not used to it, you're fucked. Now I, I used to like the night before I went to sleep before my eight hour day. I think that the reason I didn't get used to it so quickly is cause it was only once a week too. And I was like, I'd be like in bed the day before. I'm like, I'm gonna have to work all day. It's gonna be so boring from one to three, you know what I mean, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, just one day, you just get completely used to it. And it just, and it will happen even faster with you because you're doing it every single day. And then it feels quick somehow. Like your your body, like that, like boredom is gonna go away in a month. Like, and in a month from now, if that's the dread, if the dread is the the length of time is what you're talking about. I don't know if that's what you're saying, but. Well, I actually learned that life lesson from a uh, party city mm. of all places because party city was, it was eight hours a day at party city. <coughs> it was the first job that gave me eight hour shifts. Wow. They, they did give me brutal. a few. They did give me a few this one week. And, um, I remember I was dreading my first eight hour and I worked it and it's retail. So like, that's way worse. I remember, coming out of that first eight hour shift and being like dude life sucks like where did the day go like it was like a 10 to 6 or something like that and i was like "Jeez, dude but then the halloween week where they gave me eight hours like all the time 
I remember like they just started going by like quicker and quicker and quicker. Yeah. And eventually you get used to it. So at this job, obviously my first eight hour shift, it was it was rough. But already like it's starting to pick up, you know. I'm I'm starting to feel like we're moving through these shifts, you know. So Yeah. It's nice. I, that reminds me of too of like when I was working weekends at Chili's, I remember like some of the worst work days I ever had because I would rarely get scheduled an eight hour shift. But what they do there is it's double shifts. So you have like a two hour, three hour break in between your shifts, which killed the day, you know, because you can't do obviously, anything. Obviously. And so the worst feeling in the entire world is when you walked in for a morning shift as expediter and then they said, hey, our expediter for the afternoon called out. Can you fill in? <laughs> and when you hear those words, man, the feeling that went through my body, I remember. You just know that your day is dead. And the thing is, is that if you don't work that, Every single person in that restaurant is suffering, like the whole time. If you're, if they don't have an expediter, you lo- you're losing two managers because they need two people to work that shift because they, they're not used to it. You know what I mean? Or you're literally like fucked. You know what I mean? If yeah. the, if the managers can't do it, like the food runners have to. It's just terrible. So I just knew that I had to do it, and it was just like the worst feeling ever, man. It was literally the worst, and. uh but yeah, that's eight hours a day. You got to keep me posted on how that is. Cause I don't know how that is at an office job or like doing like that stuff. But it seems like your day's broken up by going to the courthouse too. Right. And actually like witnessing the stuff happening. Like, yeah. What, so what, how is like your day broken up? Dude, I, well, whenever like my attorney goes to court, I usually go with him just to like, see what's up. And yeah, court is court is interesting there's interesting moments and really boring moments like not gonna lie like it's not like the movies you know um i don't know i've been to like quite a few court stuff in just my first week i've probably been to like five or six courtrooms already like and seen like and they're all vastly different like you know whatever they're doing in how many courtrooms do they have there well i work across from the biggest court like building in the United States. Yeah. So there's like 60 plus courtrooms in that building. Wow. Like 15, no more floors than that. Like there's a lot. Wow. 15 plus floors. Yeah. Wow. Full of like courtrooms. And that's like, are some of those uh, buildings like no electronics allowed inside, like no cameras, no anything like that? Or they usually say like, don't use electronics inside, but yeah. it's not like that strict. It's not like super strict. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I think what they mean is like, don't distract, you know, or, and be quiet. Like, don't, you don't want your phone ringing, you know, in the middle. And you don't want I didn't know if you went talking. to any like super secret areas that like no one ever goes to unless, oh, you're, no. a, unless you're a no, lawyer. I don't think so. A... I mean, super secret, I guess, is the DA's office. Like you have like, you need a badge to get in. So there's like the detectors. And you get into the DA's office, no problem. Yeah, I have it. I have the badge, so I could Ooh. like scan in. Like, you can't even use the elevator have, without the badge. Do you have the badge uh, with you? I do. It's let me well, see the badge. It, well, it's in my backpack downstairs. Uh well then I'll see the badge later. You'll see you later. That's too far. That's too yeah. far. Yeah, but yeah. Does it look sick? Does it look like a cool badge, or is it? Is it's it just? All right. It's all right. Is it just a laminated card, or is it just like a card? It's an ID. It's an ID card, and then. And then the actual badge, like the scan things, is like this, just this white like thing. Yeah, dude, I'm picturing some like gold emblem when you say no. badge. You know what I mean? I feel like that's just well, like, no, it's like the same way you badge into Digicom. You know, 
that like scanner thing. I have it in my wallet, and it does feel cool every time I do it. Though, yeah, you yeah. Press the thing, and yeah. it's like it, so you do there, feel so cool. So there's that, and yeah, I have to do that like every morning. I walk into the building's pretty sick. It's the Hall of Justice in LA. I've seen the building from the outside, and I literally was like, "This is a really sick building." It's really sick, and we work on a top floor. Yeah, dude. I how many floors is it too? Eleven. So you can you see like is it it's like in LA right isn't it? It's pretty, in downtown LA. So you could see like the all of LA from right there. You could see like I mean I haven't looked through because the windows are in people's offices. So uh, I've only seen the window in my office, which like I don't know. It just like goes looks into like it just looks across the the way and enters the courthouse, which is also a really tall building. So. You just see another building. That's basically. still pretty sick, though. And but there's probably there's, a lot of. I think there are windows in people, certain people's offices that you can see. LA. Oh yeah, that executive in there or the top guy in there has got to have like a floor to ceiling window that's just probably. like looking right out there. Yeah. Dude, I love going to like high places in cities and like looking out. Like whenever I'm at a hotel project and we're quoting something, I'm always like. I'm always like, um, let's go to the roof and check out the roof and see like yeah. what it looks like, you know? So that, no, definitely. You got to see one of those windows. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I, are you like an assistant to this guy too? So you're in his office and so... I'm his law clerk. So right. like attorneys I know, I know, yeah. have law clerks and they basically are like the people that they make them do like the dirty work, which right. is like writing stuff, reading stuff. Like, Like I said, like he made me read through like thousands of pages at this point of like case information you know are you using control f on that well no because you're using you need that information like and you're not even like gonna write it i mean you will write it down if you're gonna like write something but at least for me it's to help me understand the case like right he he doesn't like tell me this is what happened he just gives me all the materials and says like read all this because He's like testing you a little bit. Yeah, truth be told, like as an attorney, you will be doing that. On each of these attorneys are juggling thirty cases. You're not gonna get a summary from a highly trained person. And you don't want a summary because you want to familiarize with yourself with all the evidence. And even and get your own angle, kind of figure out what you think first, get a different perspective, probably too, right? Yeah, and obviously like all this evidence gets brought up in court. So like you should know what it is and read it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it makes sense, obviously. Um, it's a lot. I'm sure he doesn't... I'm sure it's... it's. I mean, I know it's not one of those things you have to read like word for word because it's literally impossible if you were to read everything word for word. But even skimming it takes like a long time. Well, probably a lot of the stuff that's the most valuable is knowing what to read and what not to read. That is that's probably so. like what being a lawyer is like yeah. kind of summed up in like one sentence. Like you definitely have to read know what to read know what not to read because and that's why in law school they give you so much reading it's like because eventually the teacher gives you one final and they just hope that you know what to look for right you know because that's kind of what being a lawyer is kind of like um you get so much information so would you say that the lawyer that you're with is a good lawyer he is a good lawyer for sure like i think and he's a pretty humble guy it's just that like everyone around him is like, oh, you're lucky. You're working with one of the best ones. Really? And when, when you were applying to law school, didn't like a lot of the lawyer people you spoke to, the lawyers, I don't know why I said lawyer people, mm. um, didn't they say like 
don't be a lawyer. Lawyers suck. Like, weren't a lot of them telling you that, too? None of the lawyers I spoke to, but a lot of lawyers that... Oh, on Reddit, on too. On Reddit, like, people spoke to said, don't be a lawyer. Yeah. Which I understand, because a lot of people say, don't be a lawyer. Like, if you're going into, like, big law or, like, you know, civil, it's, like, it's, it's a kind of a messy world, like, corporate law and all that stuff. It's a really cutthroat, like, just super like high demanding high yeah. stress it's a lot of money but it's high stress and so that's why people say don't be a lawyer because like a lot of people in those buildings like hate their job um but there are pockets of the law that people like yeah so like like these people like they love their work it's very it's very clear you could see it you know they love what they do so before this week too you also didn't see yourself being a criminal lawyer at all and so now has that changed that perception of the criminal side of things? I don't know yet. Cause I feel like the two biggest things holding me back from being a criminal lawyer are number one, trying to figure out if I could handle everything that they go through, everything that they see. It's a lot, you know, like mentally, like, I don't know if I'm built for that yet. Like going to crime scenes. I haven't done all that yet. Going to crime scenes, going to a coroner's office. Are you going to go to crime scenes? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Like working with the police department, like there's. So you officially have the coolest job out of any of our peers so far. Oh yeah, you you got the coolest oh, yeah. job. I mean, I'm not even saying that to brag. Like, who who deals with homicides on bro, a daily basis? Like, I thought I was cool going to these hotels, meeting with these GMs, and going on some roofs, bro. You're literally. I honestly some- feel like with these people, like not even kidding, like seeing the work they do, like they're the real life Batman. You know, like. I watched the show, did you watch the show Gotham at all? No. I'm literally that's how I've been picturing this entire conversation is that they're in the DA's office and they're like all there and they're all like friends and they're homies and Batman's just These like, are the real superheroes. Like I'm not even kidding. Like you see all these like terrible things happen and they're the ones who like put the bad guys to deal away. with that shit. I have a specific question. I don't know if you've ran into this yet, but for the Amazon devices, the smart home devices, I wonder if they'd be able to like be like this person said the word gun like 300 times mm. this person was searching for this on your there are some that i don't know yeah that i don't know but because that would be interesting because i feel like or if, be it, if it is data. happening they're not giving it to the law clerks right <laughs> to see so they're not asking that yet i feel like eventually they'll probably ask like they're probably just maybe even haven't caught up to asking for the smart home stuff you know because i'm sure that like instagram honestly came out. they're 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 pretty like i guess i always thought like the the cops were kind of like behind on stuff but they're not they're they're not they're not they're not they yeah they're on top of it like right. with with everything that they have like is kind of insane like they could really figure out who did a crime and everything like they have some really cool technology yeah so it, it they're they're the real life batman dude yes yeah. and you see it like every day here's another thing too is that in the court system that we have there's that 95 percent confidence goal meaning that one out of 20 people statistically are going to be innocent that you're prosecuting right so well how does that like feel do you feel like because there's gonna be like when you're working i guess well i gotta put away one one thing i respect about the lawyers i've seen is that they're all trying to do the right thing yeah dang i can't believe this job that you have man that's so crazy it's literally like you're kind of batman which is kind of cool i thought you'd just be freaking filing papers the whole summer i didn't think you're gonna be literally like in the thick of it 
You're in the thick of it. You're in the thick of it. And how many people your age are there working? Um, a lot of them are older than me. They're like in law school. Right. Um, but we're like all generally around the same age. And there's like what, like thirty people, or like how many people? No, not not thirty. There's like, I think there's like twelve to fifteen of us. Wow. And there's how many people are probably trying to get there? I don't know. When you go to law school, you're gonna realize how crazy that job was, I feel like. Because you're going to tell them, and you're like, oh, yeah, last summer I was working in the DA's office at the, uh, you know, L.A., and I was going to the L.A. courthouse. They're probably going to be like, what the fuck? Are you serious? I bet you that's what they're going to say. They're we'll be, see, man. We'll they're going to be like, I apply there every week, and I've never <laughs> even gotten a response. I don't think it's that crazy, but I don't know. We'll see. Those are my two predictions. You're going to be the shit in law school because you had this job and you're going to go and sit down in a courthouse during a trial. I think one of my favorite parts about this job is having like cool stories to tell people. Dude, you 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 got the stories now, bro. You got the stories on deck. Um, But here's the thing, dude. Your biggest fear right now is when you're walking into work, you're doing that quarter of a mile walk. You got the coffee in your hand. And you stumble on a little tiny step, and that coffee goes all down your suit. Not only are you actually don't bring a coffee to work. Well, whatever you're holding, whatever beverage or food item you're holding, I'm not holding anything. Throughout the whole day, you're not holding any beverage Mm -mm. or food item. Mm -mm. How is that possible? At at lunch, you were. Oh yeah. So there's a potential to spill. Like water. I mean. There's stuff that you could spill on yourself. I'm just saying, we need to get you a new suit. You need a oh, suit I agree. to frick up. I agree. I say right now, let's record another podcast, catch up on things, and go to Savers and get you another freaking suit. It'll cost like 20 bucks for the whole suit. That's sick. Let's go right now. It literally closes at 9, so we can literally go here in 30 minutes. That's That's crazy, bro. You don't want to? No, really. Okay. I but mean, I did I, work but, all day. But maybe another day, for sure. You have to. You I kind of want. I, I really want to chill today. Like I don't really want to go out. Understandable. This weekend. Let's this weekend. Get you some suits. This weekend is good. Yeah. You can't go by yourself to get suits. You gotta have. No. Yeah. To of be course. Like, of course. I'll go with you. I gotta be like. I'll let you know. Not. Dude, the suits I got too. I don't know if you've seen the suits that I got. I got three suits from Savers. They're nice. I almost spent. 600 bucks on a suit and then i was like i literally was about to go to the place it's like called like there's only like one suit place here and i was like what the fuck am i doing right now why am i buying a 600 suit or whatever because it was literally like the cheapest one it was like maybe it was less it was probably like it was probably 600 but i didn't need everything you know what i mean that was probably yeah. like everything um but maybe that was two also it, it was just like a ridiculous amount and i was like you know what i'm just gonna go to savers savers had three suits that fit me perfectly and i just was like Let's go. But then I wore them to work, and Mike didn't like that I was one-upping him at the freaking job sites, <laughs> and he bought us new Digicom polos and said, this is what we wear to job sites. Literally because I did that. He literally did that because of me. I know 100% that he did that because of me. It's so funny. Literally a slap in the face. Bro, if we're meeting with people wearing suits, you wear suits. I don't know why I have to be the one saying this. So Mike doesn't wear suits. No, he doesn't wear suits, and he hated that I was wearing suits. And he literally like made it a new. Co- he made a new company policy to wear this Digicom polos, and we have our shirts untucked, and it's like, 
I want to wear a suit. You know, it's like, why do I have to be the one to like take that initiative? Like Mike's freaking lazy for that. But I mean, it, it got him re- a lot of business, bro. We have like 15 projects right now going on. And That's it's like, crazy. We're like booked into like, dude. Is the economy even bad? Digicom has 15 projects. Well, the economy sounds bad. like sounds like a good economy to me. Dude, if Digicom has 15 projects. How is it a bad economy? Any economy is better than 2020 and 2021 when I was working there. Let me tell you that. It literally feels like the economy is booming from my perspective because I literally worked through. <laughs> co- I worked for like six months before COVID hit, and yeah. then I literally worked through COVID. And right now, it just feels like I feel like Do I you, thought it was. Are you guys bigger post COVID than pre COVID? I have no idea because I don't even really know because when I was working before COVID, I was like you know, I was a glorified cold caller and now like my job's completely changed. So, you know, um, so I had no idea about the financials or anything back then. And I honestly don't know a lot now, but I kind of know like our yearly sales, you know, and like, yeah, it's like, we're going to do like over 2 million this year or something. And so it's like, we're doing a lot, you know, I mean, it's not crazy, but it's, it might even be more than that too. That That's like 2 million of like what I even know of, but it's, it's probably even more, but yeah. So post COVID feels crazy. Like, yeah. And now I don't feel like a bad salesman because literally during COVID, it literally felt like I was the worst because it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Every project's on hold. And now it's like, okay. You're selling masks. I was selling fucking masks, Nathan. I was selling <laughs> goddamn masks and hand sanitizer and stupid counting cameras, dude. I tried. To, I had to try to pitch a counting camera that literally just counts people walking in and out for 10 grand. 10 grand? We sold it for 10 grand. I didn't even sell a single one. But literally like... I was doomed to fail. How am I supposed to convince a business? It's like the only way to convince them would be like, look, over the next nine months, you're going to have to pay someone like $16 an hour to go over there and count people. But it's like, dude, they don't need a 10 grand like cyber system. Like they could do something a little bit more slick than that. You know, it like it could tell if someone walks in, walks out and then walks back in. It would like, no, that's just one person. And it's Hmm. like from up above. It's, it's pretty interesting. And, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, that's Nathan's law school story, not law school. What the fuck am I saying? Law clerk journey as Batman, Nathan and his Batmobile going to work. Um, but anything else you want to say about the, uh, the law clerk first week wrapping it up? Something in the way. Mm. Yes. Why, why'd you stop singing? You're about to send us out. Episode 150, by the way, this was episode 150. AKA the Batman episode. That's got to be the title. The Batman, the Batman episode. episode. Yeah. Or Nathan is Batman or something like that. Hmm. But yeah. 150. Nathan is Batman. Dude, 100 felt like yesterday, bro. And now Dude, we're at wait, 150. We're already almost there, 200. Well, we're at 150. Well, we're, like we're, we're closer to 150 to 200 than we are to 100. It's been almost a year since we made episode 100. That's crazy. That's weird, bro. That's weird. (laughs) That's weird. That does feel weird. But on our way to 200. All right. That's Nathan slapping the asses of the bad guys. (laughs) I love how he keeps saying we're going to end it, and it's like not ending.